All referenced somewhat indirectly in the song's fourth verse. If you missed the references, go to soundbeat.org and we'll break them down for you. If you caught them, good job. Soundbeat is produced at the Belfer Audio Archive, Syracuse University Libraries. I'm Brett Berry. Come join us for the best in blues shows. It's Blues Sundays on KPFT. The sun comes up with the Blues Cats Lounge at 6. With Boyd Blues Team. At 8 it's Mrs. V's Blues. At 11 it's the Blues Brunch with Blues King Nuri Nuri. The Blues Hound takes over at 2 with Howling the Blues. To round up Blues Sundays it's Clint Broussard with Blues in Hi-Fi. A great day of blues, Sundays here on KPFT. Support for KPFT and the Prison Show is provided by the Cohen Parole Law Firm. For almost 40 years, Gary Cohen has helped represent incarcerated individuals throughout Texas obtain parole and fight parole revocations. We protect those who have fallen short of perfection from the wrath of those who believe they have attained it. For more information about Gary Cohen and his associates, Alan Bennett and Gene Anthes, you can find it at the website, parolelaw.com. You may also contact them at 512-476-6201. Listeners should be aware that the following program contains language and audio images which may be found disturbing and may not be suitable for your snotty-nosed little brat who probably cusses like a sailor behind your back anyway. Parental discretion is advised. Time to holler down the pipe chase and rattle them bars because we're going to do a prison show for you right here at beautiful old historic old exciting new KPFT Houston from the heart of Montrose where we all hope tomorrow will be a better day. Welcome to the Prison Show. It is Friday night, January the 26th, last Friday in January. Ooh, and 
Man, this has been a very long week, I tell you, very long week. And I did get called out because I said a big old shout out to Leo Willis and Joe Don over at the Win Unit, but I did not give a shout out to Big Daddy. So Big Daddy, Mr. Chucky, over at the Win Unit. This is a shout out just for you <laughs> and Leo Willis and Joe Don, all of y'all. And of course, my friend Jay Van Story over at the Wind Unit. So wanted to clear that little issue up right out the gate, right out the gate. And like I said, it's been a long week. The rain, the rain, the rain, the rain. Everyone has suffered. In fact, Linda and I had issues getting to the station tonight it was a little dicey there on Fannin Street and you know, Linda drives that that little that little vehicle where I'm not sure how she gets in and out of it because it's so low to the ground. It's like a little bitty vehicle. So I was I was like, Oh Lord, Linda's not gonna be able to <laughs> to get past this. But anyway, we are here and David has a fantastic show lined up for us tonight. Mary Sue Molner, the executive director at Texas Voices for Reason and Justice, will be here. And Rue Bleasy Bennett, she is in the house, rapper student at Northwest Education Center and returning citizen. And of course, we have the Death Row Angels, me and Miss Linda. And yes, my name is Danny. Danny here. Me and Miss Linda are here in the house. Marcy Marie, she is the social media influencer and community outreach coordinator for Lioness Justice Impacted Women's Alliance. Man, that is a long title, but she's going to be calling in later. So we have a packed show for you lined up. Hopefully no glitches and misses. We're keeping our fingers crossed. But first, we have Mary Sue Molner. Mary Sue Molner. Hi, Mary Sue. Hi, how are you guys doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm dealing with the rain over here as well. I'm in San Antonio. Oh, I heard it was really bad over there. I was seeing some of the photos. Oh, it was. It's been a mess, but we're um, starting to dry up, so that's a great thing. It is a great thing. We were drying up, then all of a sudden it rained again today, and it's like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I heard. I saw that on the news. I went, oh, no, Houston. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, in Houston, it floods. Uh, yeah, it floods. Really bad. Really bad. But, more importantly, what do you have for us tonight? Well, you know, things are a little slow. There's no legislative session until January. So we're, we're you know, looking at who's running and trying to pick our candidates and trying to meet with some of them and get their thoughts on criminal justice reform um, we are working on packets and one pagers and things that we're going to need and that we need now when we when we meet with legislators or prospective legislators. But one thing that I, I don't think I've ever mentioned that might 
people might find interesting is there are a few national groups out there that do the same thing that we do, and we work for common sense laws and policies for people who have committed sex offenses. So there are national groups out there, and through those national groups, we're able to connect with other state leaders. So that's a really big plus for us because, you know, we're on a listserv. A lot of us are on a listserv. I'm on like an email group with Nebraska and California and Illinois and Michigan and Minnesota. So we, we chat back and forth and we get to see what they're doing over there. What kind of laws are they trying to pass there? Because, you know, when one state picks up a new crazy law, it usually follows, you know, other states start to pick it up as well. So it helps us to keep track of that. We can also keep track of lawsuits that are going on in other states. And that's really helpful because there are, you know, sometimes there will be a bill filed here in Texas that has already been struck down by the court in another state. And that helps us to beat that bill because if it was struck down there, chances are if a lawsuit was filed, it would be struck down here. So, you know, there's a lot of info that we can get state by state and working, you know, with each other to see what's going on in other states. It's it's a lot of the same in other states, but there's a lot of big differences also. So it's pretty cool to have, you know, have those connections. So what's a few of the groups, the national groups? Um, one of them is NARSAL. It's a National Association for Rational Sex Offense Laws. And then there's AXEL. That's um, a, a group out of California. I can't remember. Um, association for, I can't remember what, what it is. We just always call it AXEL. And then there's a new one called United Voices for Reform. And then there's one called WAR, Women Against the Registry. So those are the four main ones right now, with NARSAL probably being the oldest group out there. And that's where I have all of my, most of my connections is through NARSAL. And it's great because I, I'm so interested in what other states are doing. And we also have, you know, we have conference calls or Zoom calls once a month or once every couple of months. And we, you know, we work on putting out our message and, and, we get tips and, and hints from each other on the best ways to advocate. And it's just really cool to be among like-minded people. Absolutely. So that's what we've been doing a lot of, you know, in between sessions is trying to keep track of what's going on in the other states. I think uh, we talked last time about the fact that getting ready for the uh, next session it's very important making those connections. So if it is, it really is, and um, it's difficult. I mean, it, it's almost like we're climbing a mountain without any shoes on. But you know, we have to climb it because nobody else will do it. You know, um, if if you don't have advocates, you have nothing. They'll just pass one bill after another, whether they make sense or not. So you know, we don't. It seems like we not been able to get much that's really substantial through as a bill, but we've killed a lot of bills. And, you know, we have gotten a couple of really good bills through 
in, in the years that, I, you know, we've been together, a group. So we just do the best we can, um, you know, chin up and just keep going. Well, like you said, killing the bills is important, too. Yes, and it doesn't help that we've got some real crazy uh, legislators. <laughs> you know, we've got some real Looney Tunes, real Looney Tune people over there right now. Um, yes, we do. You know, there, there's about there's a handful that are just way out there and uh, kind of hard when you're dealing with those types of people. But um, you know, you got to do what you got to do, and so. Um, we're just, you know, the sooner you get started, the better, the more connections. And right now, we've, you know, you've got legislators are running for office. That's the best time to meet with them because they are willing to talk to everybody and anybody. They're looking for votes. So it's a really good time, you know, drop in on their little gatherings or their little fundraisers and have a few words and um, makes a big difference because they remember you. Right. They remember you, but sometimes I know when I've spoken to several of them, they do not want to give support because of some of our issues like prison. They don't want to throw support. Yeah, it's there's a big difference. But, you know, I, I would say the majority of them don't want to support because they don't want to lose their next election. But at least you get a little bit of educating in there, and and you get them to thinking, maybe. And, you know, it only takes one legislator to kill a bill. Just ask the right questions. You know, if they ask the right questions, uh, sometimes that'll kill the bill. So, uh, you know, we just have to do what we can and, and just keep moving forward, and that's what we're doing. I think we saw that last session where it just took one um, voice out there and she managed to kill, I think a couple of bills that we were going for, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Right. Yeah. They can kill the good ones and and they can kill the bad ones. And it's like, wow, it's just, you know, and it, it goes so fast. I mean, when the session begins, the first month is, you know, just paperwork kind of stuff. And then it just seems to go really fast. Everything moves so fast. And it's just a real hustle for a couple of months there. So the more you can get done beforehand, the better. Right, right. The more you can. Making those connections is always important. So uh, what is a good address that someone on the inside can write to you at? You can write us at Texas Voices, P.O. Box 23539, San Antonio, Texas, 78223. Now, we do not do um, falsely accused cases. We wish that we could, but we just don't, you know, that's not what we're set up to do. We're all volunteers, and we don't have the resources to take on those type of cases. But you're welcome to write, and it's P.O. Box. 23539 San Antonio, Texas 78223. Okay, great. Thank you, Mary Sue. And we look forward to having you again real soon. Yeah, thank you guys. Y'all are doing a great job. And, you know, I always appreciate you. So thank you for the invite again. All right. Thank you for coming on. All right. See y'all soon. Bye bye. Bye. All right. 
Now, she was quick draw there. <laughs> she, okay, uh, now we have Rue Bleasy Bennett. She is a rapper student at Northwest Education Center and returning citizen. We had uh, Mr. Sanchez on last week. So it's always great to have someone from the Northwest Education Center. Yeah, I got to give a big shout out to Northwest Education Center. Um, basically, have been a big pivot in my life recently. So, which is good. Which yeah. is which is real good. Make sure you talk in the in the mic. So, uh, when how long were you inside? So I uh, essentially did four flat, four years. Okay, and what what units were you at? Um, I had diagnostics, which was in Dayton, Texas, uh, then San Saba. And uh, after 23 months in San Saba, I went to hobby unit for about three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that long, but it was enough. It was enough, yeah. Hobby uh, currently has been without water oh, wait. for seven weeks. And then uh, seven, Riverside seven unit. Can't forget about uh, Gatesville for sure. Riverside unit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do they go by another name? Um, I think so. You know, I've been I've been out for about three years now, so uh, the lingo kind of kind of leaves. <laughs> it escapes you. Yeah. Yes, yes, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. So, um, you've been out for three years. Yeah, it'll be three years. Uh, April sixteenth. So not quite yet, but uh, we're almost there. You're almost there. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. So uh, were you rapping before you went in? Yes. Um, I began making music when I was 16 years old. And um, I, I think, sad to say, but I've been getting incarcerated since I was probably like 12 or 13. So um, that was never something that was kind of like apart from me. It. it was just music was just a, a outlet to kind of chronicle those those events for a very long time <laughs> right i imagine and then you just carried on with it after mm-hmm. after you got and uh david found the unit is the crane unit christina melton yes. crane unit yeah yeah crane crane <laughs> <laughs> yeah the crane unit so um since you've been out, so you started, when did you start at the Northwest Education Center? Honestly, um, I had a friend tell me about it months ago. I would say, well, going on a year now, her name's Gina, shout out Gina. And I'm like, man, that's cab. Like, there's no way the, the education's free like that. Woo woo. And uh, I reached out to them on their website, but I didn't get like anything back. And it wasn't until I reached out on like the Instagram page where I got like an answer. And, um, you know, I got a little appointment to show up. And when I showed up, I'm like, you know what? This is a really good opportunity for someone from my background. And this is something that I would love to tell people about. So I believe in it. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. So what are you studying? I'm in the barber, uh, the barber course. Which I find so interesting that because... The way uh, Mr. Sanchez talks about it, it's just uh, amazing how you can, I never thought about, you know, I remember my father going to a barber back in the day and it was nothing like that. It's definitely crazy. Like even um, from my experience from being incarcerated, like uh, 
you learn you get pretty crafty in there you know with a, like a blade and a comb so that's kind of what sparked the whole uh inspiration behind it but every school that i went to um as soon as they realized that i had a background because it was something that i would always mention um i know i would never get a call back or i would get some you know kind of discouraging comments thrown at me and Northwest was kind of the first one that was like, you know what, we don't care about where you came from or anything like that. Like, if you want to do it, let's do it. And that's the kind of energy that I needed. So, Right, right. So uh, while you were inside, did you cut hair? Um, Yeah. I Honestly, mean, I'm going to say that. yes because um, uh. I've just always been the kind of person that was just kind of like a jack of all trades. So in there, I would kind of just freestyle a bunch of things myself and girls would be like, oh, look, I like how you did that. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me show you how I did it. And um, so people just always gravitated towards me and, you know, just asked me to do certain things. And, you know, sometimes I'd make a little profit off of it. I like how she, how she says that. Make a little profit off of it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So, were, was your job in prison to a barber, or you were no, just... not at all. It was just uh, something that just happened, um, and it was something that I really enjoyed because it, it was cool. Like you know, you go from taking somebody with a long hair to like nothing with just like a little blade and a comb. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about your uh, wrapping. How often do you do that now that you're out? Um, So when it comes to making music, I've never wanted it to feel like a job or a career per se. Um, It was really more of like an outlet uh, because I don't keep a lot of friends. I I have a pretty small circle. So music was just kind of like an open book, an open diary. Um, I have a lot of diehard fans. Like, I started when I was 16, and um, I've always been just kind of, like, open book and raw and real about everything that's been going on with me. Like, I don't really put up any smoke screens or anything like that for anybody. Um, I just kind of hope to be... Like an inspiration or maybe even like not not even a blueprint, but like a warning sign like, hey, look, don't don't go down this route because this is what's going to go on. You know, I'm I'm OK with that. So um, if I can kind of guide my community into a better a mindset, then that's what I'm here for. So they can find your music. People can find your music on under. Uh, yeah. Bleezy. Uh, yeah, Bleezy, B-L-E-E-Z-I-E. You can put it in on YouTube, Google, all that stuff. Like, it's going to come up. Um, recently, when I first got out, uh, I tried to rebrand as Fuego, but I'm kind of seeing that as kind of like a little alter ego, like a little grown-up version of Bleezy. So that's out there as well. Um, can you spell that one? Yeah, uh, F-U-E-G-O-X-9-5. And that's also my IG handle, my TikTok. It's, um, well, most of my handles are under now, but uh, my SoundCloud for sure, Fuego X 95 And you'll find all the little classic Bleezy songs there as well. <laughs> so I know that they uh, can get some music on their tablets. So maybe if they 
type you in maybe oh yeah i have a few songs on like you know like the major streaming platforms is like uh apple music and spotify all you gotta do is type in b-l-e-e-z-i-e you know and pop right up so if they don't discriminate against apple music i'm right there <laughs> no, i think they may i don't know <laughs> i don't know if they do uh yeah, I think they have um, a variety, and they've been able to pull up some of the artists, you know, that's been at the station here. That's pretty cool, because when I was there, I sure didn't have that. <laughs> well, you didn't have a tablet when you were... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that just got here not too long ago. I yeah, think. they were just, like, putting it out there like that. And I'm like, well, I'm on the way out. I don't, I don't even care what they got going on right now. <laughs> Well, so when you were, I I know during um, the last, I say, year, there's been a lot of issues over at the hobby unit. Um, Do you still keep in contact with anyone from the hobby unit or the crane unit or? Um, I I keep in touch with a few people out, actually. So uh, my ear is always to what's going on in there as well as what's going on out here. It's just inevitable, honestly, once you're in the system. So I, I do have a lot of friends in there, and um, hobbies always been controversial. Hobbies always been kind of problematic, so I'm not really surprised. You know what I mean? Um, I would like to be a voice for a hobby because a lot of messed up things happen over there. So I've I've heard a lot of messed up things happen mm-hmm. there. Um, like I said earlier, they've been out of water for seven days there's no restrooms oh and that that, that's not the first time it happens often it happens a lot it's a normal thing out there so girls out there uh shout out to everybody at a hobby because those are some of the strongest women i have ever came across they really figure out how to live when things like that happen yeah there there's been quite a few um several women passed away there and and now i i i can't fathom how you live with no facilities restrooms you know yeah um one thing i will say uh uh, there has to be quite an investigation done at hobby um and I'm really glad that I'm here today to be able to voice this because hobby is one of the worst units that you could ever be on. You know what I mean? And I, my experience there was only three weeks. And uh, I was lucky if I even got lunch sometimes. So, yeah, yeah. And we've, we still get those complaints. I have several um, people that I'm in contact with at the hobby unit. And it, it's really bad there. I know it's bad, you know. At several prisons that we're aware of, but um, oh, he wants to play your song, <laughs> he wants to play one of your songs. All right, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess <laughs> he's, like, he's like, just, hang on, hang on, yeah, yeah. Blowing on a sweet, the only thing that is my mind 
losing all my sanity, but I stay on my grind. I cannot afford to give these haters any shine. You gon' mess around and end up with that four five in your spine. I blow a swisher for every beat that I murder. I light my blunt with every bridge that I burn. Catch me writing scriptures through the smart. OG told me there's a time you gotta crawl And after that, then there's the time for you to bow Houston in my bones I set the tone in this Among the far been chosen few that never scared to represent I ain't never scared, I'ma hit a lick I can never flop, I'ma flip a brick And it's lonely at the top, ain't it? Like my dinner bay, I stay faded Well, I'm high, I'm in my way in I'm hearing you talk and saying the word I'm sailing the south Make him fly like a birdie, showing up early but Four in them chopper, nobody deserve me I am the reason he feeling so hurt But me, I'm detached, can fit in that bracket Keep it depending on season, I'm taxing Hit up the press up, we print that blue magic If I get caught up, that will be tragic Soon as I'm out, caught up in traffic I should project overnight with the packages Yeah, feelings ain't catching them Nah, you see a bigger than cracking now Conjure the vision and plan it down Walk on the ceiling, the real life will bend it Drinking and smoking, it's mentally healing And printing your brain, I'm a digital pimp Red flag when the tourists hit Ricochet, never know who is here We go with loaded, it's full clips I guess I check it, the bully So we cut our name on a hollow tip Yeah, yeah So she put my name on a hollow tip I guess I check it, the bully So she put my name on a hollow tip Hoping to put me to sleep like a sedative it almost did, yeah Catch me writing scriptures through the smart OG told me it's the time you gotta crawl And after that, then there's a time for you to bow Yeah, then there's a time for you to bow Yeah, writing scriptures through the smart OG told me there's a time you gotta crawl And after that, there's a time for you to bow Yeah there's a time for you to buy, yeah. Hey, Blizzy does seven, Fuego X95, north side of Houston, Texas, all the way down to ATX. You feel me? Rumberry Lane, switch the lane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> That was that was really good on the spot. I didn't know that you were gonna. Yeah, he just like uh, you're. So... <laughs> we talked about it beforehand. Yeah. Was I in the room? Yeah, you were standing right there, and then you you because I was asking her questions, and you said I was already trying to ask her questions. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, totally ignored you. <laughs> <laughs> Cut me right out. I did. I yeah. did. I did. Now we'll have to get her back. A- absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So if somebody wants to write you, how do they write you? Oh, bad um I don't have a PO box or anything. Well, we can yeah. do the prison show uh address and then we can email yeah. it to you. No, for sure. I would love anybody who it, man, I will for sure write back. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. So what address is that? That address is two two six Chipmunk trail shepherd america 77371 am i right you got it i didn't even have to look at an envelope shepherd america shepherd america shepherd america <laughs> make america uh, great again oh, oh <laughs> freaking man 
you just ruined my whole <laughs> Yeah. Well, you just have to go to Shepherd because it's wonderful out there. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no. I would, I, there would be a clash, let me tell you. Clash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we appreciate you being here. Well, thank you so much for having me, and I'm looking forward for the next time. Awesome. <laughs> You guys are doing a great thing out here. Um, thank you guys for being a voice for incarcerated people and people coming out of the system and trying to make a better life for themselves. There needs to be more resources like this. Definitely. Sure. All, All right. right. Thank you. All right. Bleasy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's time for the Death Row Angels. And I think I'm pretty sure Miss Linda has her mic on, right? Or maybe not. Now? Yes, I've got it on. Okay. All right. So, good evening, everyone on Texas Death Row and everyone else listening, because I know my biggest fan out there is listening. How you doing? Yeah, I know you're listening. Whoops, I dropped my purse. Okay. As I'm sure everyone has heard, Alabama carried out the first execution by nitrogen gas. Kenneth Smith was executed on Thursday, last night. According to information from witnesses, nitrogen gas flowed for around 15 minutes. The gas was administered through a mask, while two execution workers, in addition to Smith's spiritual advisor, Reverend Dr. Jeff Hood, looked on. Media witnesses said Smith appeared conscious for about 10 minutes. He shook and writhed for about two minutes on the gurney, followed by about five minutes of heavy heavy breathing. And this has been pretty much consistent through several news articles. So right now, and I'm going to emphasize, according to the TDCJ website, and we know it's not always correct, but Because you know I have to be exact here. I'm just saying. Texas has two scheduled executions. So get your phones out because now is the time to call the governor's office at 512-463-2000 or 512-463-1782. Tell him you oppose the death penalty and all executions. We might even invite him to join the new conservative organization against the death penalty. Yes. I've been doing that. Start calling those DAs, too. So if you oppose the death penalty and you haven't been doing your part, start doing it. I've been can, too, February 28th. And woohoo! we know that Kim Kardashian is in your corner now, which is awesome news. And we know uh, Sister Helen Prejean, David. <laughs> we know Sister Helen Prejean is in your corner also. So uh, we're all excited. We've been posting it on the Prison Show's Facebook. James Harris Jr., you're still scheduled, according to TDCJ, on March 13th. Now, as my friend Moy says, here's the news you can use. And if you'd like a copy of any of this, please let Linda or I know. James Broadnax, you were scheduled for conference on January 5th coming out of the CCA, but they have not rescheduled you yet. Again, 
uh, Dylan Compton, you were scheduled for conference on January 19th coming out of the CCA, but they have not rescheduled you for a date yet. Gustavo Sandoval, you replied to the state's brief in opposition on January 16th and will be distributed for conference on February 16th coming out of the CCA. Romero Gonzalez, on January 16th, the state filed its brief in opposition at the Supreme Court coming out of the CCA. Rodolfo Medrano, on January 20th, you replied to the state's brief in opposition at the Supreme Court and are scheduled for conference on February the 16th coming out of the CCA. Chong Tong, on January 16th, the Fifth Circuit affirmed the District Court's denial. Your motion for additional COA is denied, and the District Court's judgment denying a writ of habeas corpus is affirmed. Eric Williams, your brief in support was filed, and a motion for additional funding was filed on January 16th. On January 17th, a motion for hearing Exhibit 1 was filed, and on January 18th, an order denying a motion for reconsideration consideration and your motion for a six-month stay is denied by Judge Godby. Obel Cruz Garcia, on January 16th, you filed a reply in support of opposed motion to alter judgment at the district court. Carlos Ayestas, on January 17th, you filed a request for a pre-motion conference. Judge Christina Bryan ordered you file a motion to compel on or before January the 26th. Courtney Robinson, on January 28th, the state submitted an opposition to your motion for reconsideration on order on motion for discovery at the district court. Rodney Reed, on January 19th, you responded to the motion filed by the state in reference to motion for discovery and motion to reopen case pursuant to Rule 60 at the District Court. And Gary Green, on January the 22nd, you filed supplemental authorities and exhibits for oral argument at the CCA. And again, if you would like copies of any of these things, Linda and I can definitely get those in the mail to you. Now, Linda. Oh, your mic's not on. David forgot to turn me on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now we have um, the remembrance. I'm going to do those first. Number 202, David Hicks, January the 20th, 2000. Number 532, Richard Masterson, January 20th, 2016. Number 203, Larry Robinson, January 21st, 2000. Number 346, Kevin Zimmerman, January 24th, 2004. Number 425, Frank Moore, January 21st. 2009. Number 519, Arnold Prieto, January the 27th, 2015. Number 43, Joe Cordova, January 22nd, 1992. Number 292, Robert Lookingville, January 22nd, 2003. Number 426, Reginald Perkins, January 22nd, 2009. Number 509, Edgar, Edgar Tamayo, January 22nd, 2014. Number 204, Billy Hughes Jr., January 24th, 2000. Number 205, Glenn McGinnis, January 25th, 2000. Number 338, Troy Kunkel, 
January 25, 2005. Number 356, Marion Dudley, January 25, 2006. Number 167, Martin Vega, January 26, 1999. Number 478, Rodrigo Hernandez, January 26, 2012. Number 540, Terry Edwards, January 26, 2017. And that's all for the remembrance right now. And I've got a poem by Michael Moyers. It's called Take This Edge Off. Lord, I'm, Lord, feel I'm running blind. What I can't see is heavy on my mind. I know I do things as others do too. Things get sinful, Lord, not meant against you. I speak before I think in anger I fall. Overloaded and stressed, my back against that wall. Angry words, oh, let them never of my young slip. Fits of rage, O Lord, can sink your mighty ships. Take this edge off, O Lord, for I am weak. Your loving grace, Lord, of you I seek. I try and I fail, Lord, again bruise my knee. Remind me, Lord, you sent Jesus to set me free. To forgive myself and act hard to do, I'm sitting on edge in fear, Lord, of you. Take this edge off, Lord, I'm fleeing blind. What I can't see, Lord, weighs heavy upon my mind. And that's by Michael Moyers, written January the 4th, 2024. That was beautiful. Yes, very beautiful. And I know that um, we still need poems, so definitely send those in. And Linda had it confirmed, right, Linda, with Warden Ivy? Yes. About the uh, group wreck, correct? Yes, it's, it's happening. Yes, it is happening. So I know there was a little, um, there were some issues uh, from my um, airing that last week. But it, Linda got it confirmed. Um, she spoke to him in person, in person. So uh, it was face-to-face, face-to-face. There's no denying it. And I know Ward Ivy th- thinks I'm a lovely person. That's what he said. I'm, I'm a, a Yes, bear. he does. He likes you, Danny. <laughs> I don't know why, but he does. <laughs> she does not know why. <laughs> because, you know, um, I help a lot of different men and women from different prisons. And, you know, you, you don't start getting, you know, really hot-headed unless things are really ridiculous and so I usually if you if you ask and you know nicely maybe things will happen and I know my friend uh, Don is listening right now and he made a request uh, um, for some help at the Ferguson unit and I didn't think it was going to happen but I think it might just happen. Um, so anyway, we um, I'm glad that Warren Ivy appreciates me being nice, and uh, that. <laughs> but I, I I think there was some issues last week, but we've gotten it worked out, and I know right now, Marcy is on the line. So how about? We skip on over to Marcy Marie. She is, at every, as everyone knows, she's a social media influencer and community outreach coordinator for Lioness Justice Impacted Women's Alliance. 
That's a, a long title there, Marcy. It is a long title, but it's an important one. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Absolutely, it's important. So what do you have for us this evening? Well, I am in Denton tonight at an event, and it is an abolitionist event. It's hosted by the People's Party of Texas and the Hippie Hole. And what we've done is we've had a, a viewing of some really important films, and we're about to have a panel discussion talking about what what the prison industrial complex means to us, what kind of damage is it doing to our communities. Uh, and I'll tell you what, they highlighted a prison radio show in another state, and my heart just got so warm for you guys and for the incarcerated folks in Texas that are listening to you and getting hope from you all and the call-ins and all of it is such important and special work. And I'm just so proud and I'm feeling all kind of a little bit nostalgic to be in this room of like-minded people, people that hate prisons, <laughs> people that want people free. We want our people free. And um, I just... My heart is happy. I'm so happy to be here. Well, tell us what, um, what what have you been up to since the last time we spoke? I know you've been going to all these different events. Yeah, we, ha we have been busy continuing our work to um, just end the systematic devaluation of incarcerated people in Texas and overall to... Um, you know, end incarceration prison uh, in period, that's kind of the end game, right? But until then, we want to make things as uh, fair and equitable as possible. Um, I'll tell you, the past couple weeks have been a little bit crazy for me. We have a, my, my recent, my, uh, you know, I'm recently, I'm still a newlywed. I'm recently married. Um, my wife's brothers are incarcerated. And so shout out to both CJ and Dustin. We love you and we're holding things down till you come home. Um, one of her brothers has two, two boys, two sons, a six-year-old and a 10-month-old. Mm -hmm. um, and their mom is, she's fighting her addiction. She's not in a healthy place. Uh, and we, we have temporary custody of the kids. So oh. uh, I... Yes, my my little world has been a little turned upside down. It's so insane to be on these meetings. I, I just recently um, joined Clean Slate Initiative, and I'm super excited about working with them about record clearing in the state of Texas. It's important work, and uh, I'm part of the National Influencer Program, so I'll be helping them with some speaking engagements and making videos, but I'm on this important meeting, and I've got this 10-month-old in my lap. It's very different <laughs> from my <laughs> from my normal operations, right? Uh, so it's been interesting making content and kind of getting used to the kids, and the six-year-old saw me in my, you know, my little gray CO outfit that I have for my videos, and <laughs> He was just laughing so hard at me. He said, why are you dressed like a police officer? Uh, you know, and so I kind of explained to him a little bit about my job and how, uh, how I use my stories to spread awareness. Uh, and it was just, 
it's been very interesting. It's it's quite different. Uh, a little, a lot less sleep than normal. Uh, but also, I think that you know we can't just talk about how communities, how we need to be responsible for each other. This idea. Um, that this country has of kind of every man for himself kind of thing, uh, it really, it, it's not working. It's not working. And so we need to come together as a community to keep the state out of our business, you know. And so we didn't want uh, CPS to have to get involved. Um, so we, we wanted to offer the kids a safe place to stay while mom um, gets healthy. And mom figures things out, and I think that we don't want to just talk about it. We want to be about it, and this is part of us being about it. And I just think if our communities will step up prior to the events that lead to incarceration, that we have a better opportunity to keep folks out of prison. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've, I've been watching some of your videos. Um, I, I saw you with the baby. You were adorable, just adorable. That, and I commend you both, especially being, as you said, newlyweds. And all of a sudden you're thrust into parenthood. And that that yeah. that must be extremely difficult. Yeah. And uh so tonight, um, you're at the event. It's- yes. Yes, we're we're at the event and they're actually setting up getting ready to start the panel right now, but they know that I'm they know that my priority is here with my folks and um <laughs> my incarcerated folks, right? So um she knows. She knows that it started. Brittany's coming out here. Babe, they're starting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I said, yeah, they know. I told her that I had a, a call tonight and that this was my priority. Um, my priority is always the sending hope and love inside and news to the uh, incarcerated people in Texas. That's always at the heart of my work. It's at the heart of all of my decisions. And um, I think that there's a lot of like-minded folks here tonight um, with that same uh, with that same heart. So now, um, I'm sure you've heard about no water at the hobby unit, correct? Yes, we're going on two weeks now. I've called up there several times um, because we're getting reports that the ladies aren't getting out let out to use the porta potties often enough, and they're not give, given buckets of water even to flush their toilets. So hobby, as you know, is mostly cell block. It's two-man cells, most of the dorms. And um, those ladies are having to sleep awfully close to overflow toilets. Uh, It's really a health issue. It's a public health issue at this point. It it really is. And I saw the um, email that you had, uh, I think it was you who had posted it that they were asking for help. So I did give uh, a call, but um, when I called there, she just says they're working on it. So Yes, that's it. That's what we're getting also. And so I think it's going to be to the point where we're going to have to push more um, social media and maybe we can get some news crews to pick up at this point because two weeks is, is a lot. You know, we know things happen with the city water, but two weeks is a lot. That's that's a lot of ladies on that unit. It's a very large unit. 
Um, and I know they're, they're not okay. They're, you know, they, you have to do desperate times call for desperate measures. And there's things like using the bathroom in a bag and throwing it out the window type of situation that's going on there. It's not okay. (laughs) No, it's definitely not okay. And I, like you said, my heart goes out to them. And if um, people are willing to make those calls to help, you know, the more people that show or call and show concern, the more maybe they, I don't know, the way they sounded like the woman I spoke with earlier, I have a name written down. Um, she really didn't care. Yeah, I think, I think exactly, if you're exactly right. The more calls that go in, um, and at this point, I almost just think the local news there in Marlin, I would be calling those stations because sometimes the unit, you know, they're, they're used to families calling. Well, we might need some extra outside help for that. Okay. You know, I may um, dig up some of those new stations and um, post that on our Facebook group, um, get the word out. Uh, that they need help we I don't hear about the no water this long at any other prison except for hobby I'm sure there has been but not for this long right in uh, 2012 on the Dr. Lane Murray unit in August we we were without water for 15 days and it was it was horrible, but I was in a dorm, and we were they were bringing us outside water at least to flush the toilets, uh, and we did have porta potties. Um, so it's a little bit better than the situation at the hobby unit right now when those girls are inside of cells, and you all know an officer in a picket has to push a button to roll that cell door, and you know they're short staffed, and you know they're tired, and they don't want to do extra things, and the incarcerated ladies. And Marlin are suffering because of it. So, yeah. yeah, I absolutely encourage people to contact maybe the news stations in Marlin. And um, for the folks that aren't incarcerated, I'll, I'm going to post some things on my social media also, maybe some calls to action and do another video on that. Yeah, that would that would be awesome, Marcy. Now, is there um, an address where people can write to you? There is. I was just <laughs> I was just pulling up the Linus website um, because that's probably the best way. And sorry that I didn't have it prepared, and I'm I'm not at home. So it is PO Box one two zero five one, Austin, Texas seven eight seven one one. And you can address that to Marcy Marie. I'll answer all your mail. I'm going to say it one more time for you guys. P.O. Box 12051, Austin, Texas, 78711. And just know that we're out here fighting for you all. We love you all. You are not forgotten. You are important. You have purpose. And don't give up. Absolutely don't give up. Thank you, Marcy. We appreciate you coming on um, every time you come on, and we look forward to the next time because I'm sure you'll have some more information for us. Definitely. Thanks so much. I'm going to get on this panel. I appreciate you guys and everything you're doing. All right. Thank you, and we appreciate you for everything you're doing. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.
Okay, Marcy had mentioned uh, about, you know, coming together, working together, and it's definitely something that um, all of us can do. We know the units are short-staffed. They're very short-staffed right now, but that doesn't mean that um, people can't be treated like human beings. So that's important. So we need to come together. And if you have an issue at one of your uh, prisons, let us know. David's uh, address or the prison show's address address is 226 Chipmunk Trail, Shepherd America, 77371. With the beaded eyes, lift me up to a higher place. Only God could bring this grace. With the steel upon my fingers, in a sweating haze, I shout your name. Here, where the mercies are rushing in. I can hear it louder I can hear them say Oh Linda Jean, your love is true Your James, your Jane has held you through And every time I sing to you It's like a song you never knew Listen to the rhythm of water's air My mind in a quiet space Oh, only God could bring this grace With the sand between my fingers In a thread of rain While the lightning's rage Here where the water's rushing in Oh, I can hear it louder I can hear them say Oh, Linda Jean, your love is true Your James, your dream has held you through And every time I sing to you It's like a song you never knew When I feel not good enough This open side style Springing up, I think about the thanks you wrote, your memories you lost and more. When I feel like giving in, well, I think of you and James, my friend. The love I have is with you both. Sleep in peace, knowing you know. 
upon my fingers in a sweating haze I found my faith Here sweet mercy's rushing in Oh I can hear it louder I can hear them say Oh Linda Jean your love is true Your James Eugene has held you through and It's like a song you never knew You're listening to KPFT Houston. Support for KPFT and the Prison Show is provided by the Cohen Parole Law Team. For almost 40 years, Gary Cohen has helped to represent incarcerated individuals throughout Texas obtain parole and fight parole revocations. We protect those who have fallen short of perfection from the wrath of those who believe they have attained it. More information about Gary Cohen and his associates, Alan Bennett and Gene Anthus, can be found on their website at parolelaw.com. You may also contact them at 512-476-6201. All right, and we are back, and we are here with some phone calls, you can give your loved one a shout out at 713-526-5738. Make sure you hit option number two. And right now we have Clarence on line one. Hi, Clarence. Hello, can you hear me? I sure can. Well, I just called to tell old fellas hello on the Luskin and Styles unit. I'm kind of teed off tonight. I'm, I'm, uh, in other words, I'm pissed off. How in the hell can Alabama be so dumb? You know, how can you rednecks in Alabama be so dumb and stupid? You know, if that wasn't cruel and unusual punishment, nothing else is in the world. That was cruel and very unusual punishment. And, you know, it, it didn't make any sense what y'all did. You tried to kill a man one time by going through his vein. They need to research the law. If you can't execute a man the first time, he's by law, he's supposed to be set free with a life sentence. You know, come on, man. Quit being so stupid around America with this death penalty thing. It don't make no sense what y'all call yourself doing. And you know what? The next time I fly over Alabama, I'm going to eat me a box of x Lax. Oh, Lord. That's just, that's just how mad I am in Alabama. You know, because it's really stupid. You know, nothing in the world should cause you to take a man's life the way y'all took that man's life. Well, Do I condone what he did? No, you. I don't condone it. No, I don't condone what happened. You know, because I spent 48 years, 10 months, 6 days in prison myself. You know, so... I'm just not down for that taking a life. If that wasn't cruel and unusual in front of somebody, tell me what is. That was straightaway murder. Let me quit preaching. But say hello to everybody there, you know, let y'all know what I'm thinking about y'all. I quit choir practice, come home to call you all tonight, so just well, to let you know I'm thinking about y'all. Well, thank you, Clarence. And if anybody's mad with me, call the station for my phone number. You call me and we'll have a discussion. 
but you might not like what I want to say. Y'all take care. May God bless all of y'all. Same to you, Clarence. You have a great weekend. I'm going to try. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, now we have Chris Reed on line three. Hi, Chris. Hello. Um, I just wanted to send a shout-out for my father, Rodney Reed, in uh, Livingston, Texas, Polunsky. Um, I'm just, you know, I wanted to say I'm, I'm glad we're able to reconnect after so long, you know, and uh, given the circumstances, he's, he, he's still a great father and a great grandfather to my kids. You know, we've all built a better, stronger relationship, even though, you know, it has been telephonically, but that, that, that's just for now. You know, we're hoping for the best and we, we, we know we'll see you soon. We love you and we're praying for you every day, you know. And, uh, yeah, we love you, huh? You better be getting that workout in. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I gave I gave him my little workout regimen today. So, you know, can't be slacking even in there. So love you, Dad. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in, Chris. Make sure you call in again next week. I will. All right. Have thank a good you. evening. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, now we have Annalisa. Hello, it's Annalisa. I hope you are all doing well. This is my message for my friend. Hi, Cedro. I hope you have had a good day. Hope you are doing well. I look forward to talking with you very soon. I'm well, and uh, I send you my warmest wishes and big, big hugs. Stay well, stay safe, take care, take care everyone. I wish you all the very best. Bye. All right, she always sounds so nice. Okay, now we have Antonio on line four. Hi, uh, yes, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, my cousin Alex El Grillo. Uh, I miss you, man. I love you. Uh, sending out a shout-out to all the Paisas at the FTC Houston. Uh, man, me and my cousin, uh, Alex, man, don't give up. I'll, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about you. And, man, I miss you. My moms, uh, they, all my family, they always ask about you. And, and we, we, we miss you. And please keep your head up. And, and we'll, I'm waiting for you. We're all waiting for you uh, on this side. And, and, uh, yeah, man, stay, stay strong. Stay strong. All right. Well, thank you, Antonio. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. You know what? I, usually I say something or I, I want to say something to the feds. Um, because I know that we have several people who listen to us in the feds, but shout out to the feds. Amen. Amen. All right. Now we have, we have Captain Tom. Okay. This is Captain Tom, KPFT Houston. And this is my shout outs this week for the prison show. 
uh, Arkansas, Juju, Leroy, John Armstrong, J.B. Anderson, Clarence Lee Bowman. We have also Pete Sines, George Johnson, John R. Green, Stephen Young, Terrence Carmichael, John Wayne, Mike Dean, Robert Brown, Terry Lee Lewis, Samuel B. Harris, Robert Harris. We have Jacob Harold. We have Peter Torres, Thomas Mitchell, Bob Dunn. We got also Roger Jackson, Bobby Barbara. We got uh, also Bobby uh, Bobby Joe Harper, Charles McCade. You can still donate to KPFT by going to kpft.org or call 713-526-5738 or text the word GIVE to 713-526-5738. You can also become a sustainer by giving $5 a month, $10 a month, or whatever you can afford to give each month. And our next upcoming fun drive will be here in February. So, hey, you know, be the early bird that catches the worm. I'm Captain Tom. We'll see you here next week right here at KPFT. All right. Thank you, Captain Tom. Now we have Star. Hi, Star. Hi, Star. Are you there? All right. Maybe put her back on hold and then uh, go to Miss Shirley. Miss Shirley, I was told that you are the best mother mama in the world. I had to be blamed, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said, you are the best mama in the world. <laughs> that makes me feel good. He tells me, that I'm he tells me not to worry about him. He said, I, he told me he does all the worrying, not me. Well, there but you go. I'm a, <laughs> And uh, thank you for saying that, Blaine. Love and miss you. And uh, I didn't get no text back yet, so maybe I'll have it <clears throat> by tomorrow before you call. Okay? But, uh, Teresa said to tell you she loves and miss you and Sherry and Cody and, and Danny. And, of course, the girls do, too. They're in bed, so... And then I want to give a shout-out to Big Will, Beto, Eric, Mark, Moe, <laughs> shout-out to all of y'all. Thanks for helping take care of my son, and I appreciate it very much. And hold your head up, Blaine, and just keep our prayers going, okay? Love and miss you so much. And I miss y'all, too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't wait to see you again. 
I'm hoping whenever I get a car, my brazen's out tonight to get up there. Okay, well, we, we hope that's soon. Yeah, me too. Y'all have a good weekend. You too, Miss Shirley. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, we have Caitlin. This is a shout-out for Bethel Garza in Polonsky. Hey, boo, how are you? I hope that you're in good health and spirits, staying safe, and that there's a smile on your handsome face. As for me, things are okay. Um, I'm not too long home from work. And at the moment, I am giving Daytona her dinner and she's sitting on the couch. Yeah, so she's actually eating her dinner with the bowl up beside me on the couch. So that's the way she likes to eat. Um, so, yeah, so she's still munching away. Um, the weather here has been a bit chilly and it's now raining. But hopefully it will get a bit warmer soon. Other than that, yeah, I've been working, um, not doing too much. And, yeah, just kind of get taking each day as it comes. And, yeah, I'm going to write you at JPay this evening. And, yeah, know that you in my heart, thoughts and prayers. And I want to thank you for being in my life and for supporting me and for being just be, having, have, being there for me. Um, so I'm going to say good night, sweet dreams, and please stay safe. And to everybody at the prison show, a big, big thank you for making this happen. And she's always so nice. All right. Now, to remind you, call us at 713-526-5738, option number two, to leave a shout out. Okay, Samantha on line two. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Fine, thank you. Just want to send a shout out to my little brother, <clears throat> Harry Reyna, at the LS unit in Huntsville. There with you guys. Um, how you doing, little brother? I miss you. I had surgery on my back at the beginning of the month. But every day I'm getting stronger and stronger. And it won't be long before you're home. I can't wait to see you. We miss you. I love you, little brother. Good night, Harry. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Likewise. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, now we have Mike. Hello, this is Mysterious Mike doing the shout-outs for the prison show. like to do the shout-outs to the guys of Texas, Guy Alexander, Jamie Cuppet, Stephen Russell, Stephen McGee. Shout-out for uh, Philip Perez. Lucy and Michelle want me to do a shout-out for Paul. Shout-out for Yovan. Shout-out for Oz. Shout-out for Matt. Shout out for Thomas. Shout out for Edward Reeves. Shout out for Adam Wilkerson. Tasha wants me to do a shout out for Payday. Shout out for Oz. And a shout out for Bill R. Sims, Raymond Lee Cart. And a special shout out to Clarence Lee Bowman. Hopefully you're doing much better. 
And you can continue to write to Mysterious Mike in care of David Collingsworth. And now back to the prison show. Okay. And we have Lydia on line one. Hi, Lydia. I'm missing yesterday. I'm sorry? I, I, I didn't see you yesterday. We saw Linda. Oh, yeah, no. I was at work. <laughs> and and, uh, and Dorothy and uh, Agnes, I, I was, I thought I was going to miss Agnes, but she was there. And oh, uh, I know I missed her. Good. I missed her. And Delia, I got to see Delia too, and it was really good to see everybody there. Yeah. Um, but the shout out is for my son Beto. Is the I got the text from the. Home Depot, mijo, and they should be here from 10.30 to 2.30, so I'm going to have to wait around for them to see what time they're coming, but I don't know the exact time that they're coming in. Este. So I'll be here. Este. And Jorge's going to go in the morning early to get some labs done for some blood work that the doctor uh, wants some, some uh, labs done. Is the for that psoriasis, and uh, I stayed up to watch the news to see if we're going to get rain. But I seriously doubt it. Not as much as you guys are getting over there. But uh, it was a beautiful day today. It was a beautiful day yesterday, and hopefully it'll be nice tomorrow. They said there was going to be a. A northern blowing in, but not as cold as the one we got. And uh, I was going to go over to Tia Rosa's, but I didn't see her car over there, so I just stayed home and going to watch TV for a little bit. And Bingo's asleep, Jorge's asleep, everybody's asleep. So I'll stay up for a bit. The one to give me a buzz tomorrow, I want to send a shout-out to and a happy birthday to Moises, to Moy. And to all the other guys, you know who you are. A thank you, a big thank you to uh, Eric and uh, and William for the birthday cards. And to Moy also. Thank you very much for thinking of me. And to everyone uh, that wished me a happy birthday. Um, thank you. And good night to everyone. Okay? May your team win. Whoever's playing, I don't really know who's playing. <laughs> okay, good night. Good night, Danny. Good night. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye. And I didn't know it was uh, Moy's birthday. Happy birthday. Big birthday. Okay, now we have Stacy. This is to my husband's sporty black at Wainwright unit. Hey, baby love, this is wifey tucking you in with our kiss for the weekend. Mwah. Yeah, all is well with me and the girls. Man, the girls and I are welcoming the spring like temperatures here. Both are loving it outside. I'm good. I've heard from you the first 22nd e-note. Yeah, boo, I got our special e-card. Thanks, boo. Mwah. Yeah, baby, I trust... You heard from me today and got the Lions Wolverines collage. Yeah. What about them getting the job done? Yup. 
and were in the trenches with them the weekend. Yeah, shout out to Wolverines and Lions. I placed on the Stop Wealth Distribution post on the platforms. It got some traction today. We've spoken on it by now, I trust. I trust the static gremlins are at bay tonight. Uh, I didn't go for the free foodie, but my, you know, <laughs> you know moms, yeah. She came by with goodies, and I've been up in the kitchen making a meal for later p.m. Sweet, this is just peaceful slumber until tomorrow. Stay focused. Stay tough. Knowing you rule me. I'm yours, my heart. Mwah. Take care. I love you, my husband, Sporty. Mwah. Got me, boo. She's so cute. <laughs> she always gives the cutest shout-outs. All right. Now we have Dwight. How y'all doing tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Doing good, Dwight. How are you? I'm doing just fine. I want to give a shout-out to the prison show. Once, first and foremost, for all that you do, I really appreciate it because during my incarceration, I was a proud supporter, and I tried to listen every Friday when I could get a chance. And I really, really, really appreciate everything that you, David, and Miss Linda do. And I encourage y'all to keep up the good work. Next, I was released 117-24 from the Hutchinson unit. I had a 45-year sentence, and I did 33 years on it. <clears throat> and I'm loving, the, I'm loving and enjoying life and the benefits of freedom. And I want to give a shout-out to one of my former units, Hightower Unit and the Wainwright Unit. And I encourage you people, man, to keep up the good work and live life to the fullest. Y'all have a good night. Hey, when did you get out, Dwight? One seventeen twenty-four. Oh, not too long ago. Congrats. Yes, man, I've been out exactly a week. Wow. This will not be the last time you hear from me. You'll good. be hearing from me again. Well, good, good. Um, congratulations. And yes, ma'am. I, I know you're excited. And just congratulations all the way around. Yes, ma'am. And definitely call us back. Yes, ma'am. I will not only be calling you back. I will also be trying to make some donations every day, every now and then when I get my money right. Well, we appreciate that, Dwight. Yes, ma'am. All right. Have a great Take care. weekend. Yes, ma'am. You too. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. All right. That's always awesome when we get uh, callers that have recently uh, gotten out and they call give a shout out to their friends and to us gave a shout out to us too that's awesome all right now we have angie on line two hello and shout out to you guys um thanks for doing what you you all do and um this is my first shout out um would like to reach out to my son uh they call him fat pat He's at the uh, Stell unit. Um, he's an ad seg, uh, K-Pod. Just wanted to give a shout-out to him. Let him know that we love him. We're doing good. And um, hope to hear from him soon. And um, just hang in there. Get your program done. He'll be home this year, later in the year. Um and that's about it. I hope he, he hears hears this uh pod, this podcast. So what's, um, you what's all have, his name again? 
Um, they call him Fat Pat. Uh, his name is Patrick. Okay. Corley. Uh huh. Well, that's how long has he been at the Estelle unit? Um, he just got there um, here about three weeks ago from the McConnell unit. This would be his eighth year in, first time in prison. Okay. Well, that's our first rodeo. <laughs> well, and you said he was getting out later this year. Yes. Which is awesome. Congratulations to you. After eight, eight years. Yep. <laughs> After eight years. Well, I, I know he's going to enjoy his freedom. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Angie. Make sure you call back thank next you. week. Okay, we'll do. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And now we have Carmelo. Good evening. Um, hello to the prison show staff, and especially thank you to the operator who took my call and uh, remembered my nephew's name. Um <laughs> I hope everybody is well and staying dry. Um, I'd like to say hello to my nephew, Bradley Leland Aiken. Again, I don't know where he is, but I know he's somewhere in the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. Um, I hope you're doing as well as can be expected. Um, Please take care of yourself and uh, do what you need to do to stay on the positive side I hope you're staying dry and warm and hope you're getting enough to eat just want to let you know that you're loved so you're not forgotten Um, just hope everything is progressing for you Uh, I know you've had a lot of time to think and I hope you have been thinking and just hope that everything works out for you. Um, I'd also like to say hello to Marcus Mullen. Last time I knew he was in the Montgomery County Jail. Marcus, I hope you're doing all right, Uh, staying warm and dry. We've had a wet season, which I'm sure you know. just want to let you know that you're not forgotten, and I hope everything is going well for you in your um, fight for freedom. Uh, just keep positive thoughts and keep yourself in prayer, and just hope everything goes okay for you. And you guys have a good weekend. Thank you, Prison Show, for all you do, and please be careful um, going home. The weather has gotten wet again, and thank you again for everything. Good night. Thank you, Carmelo. Have a great weekend. You're welcome. You too. Good night. Bye-bye. Okay, and just a reminder, 713-526-5738, option number two, to leave a shout-out for your loved one. All right, now we have Brett on line two. How you doing, y'all? And uh, I want to give a shout-out to two of my, my good brothers incarcerated right now, my friend Eric Witt 
He's on Luther unit. And my friend Eric Laughlin, he's on Memorial unit. I love y'all, man. And uh, stay strong, stay in the word, and you will get your deliverance one day. Keep trusting in the Lord. You'll never go wrong doing that. Keep doing the right thing, brothers. God bless y'all. And I, and I thank everyone, to all, the, to all the brothers and sisters out there. Hey, man, you know, deliverance is coming. Healing is coming. You know, victory is coming. And, and, it, and, it's, and it's awesome. God bless y'all. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. Have a great weekend. Okay, now we have Lizette. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing wonderful. Um, I just want to give a shout-out to my baby, Joey, at the Polanski unit. Uh, I just want to say that I love him, that I'm thinking about him, and that I continue to pray for him that everything's going to be okay and i can't wait to see him next next weekend um and just to keep his head up and i will continue to pray for him and for my brothers and my sisters as well that are in the system too um thank you and y'all have a beautiful night you too have a great weekend you too thank you bye-bye bye-bye okay linda Linda. Okay, I'll do my shout-outs. <laughs> I'd like to say hello to Coy Lawrence, Bobby Woods Jr., Will Spear, Franklin Davis, William F. Owen Sr., Paul DeVoe, Lucky Ward, Jaime Cole, Brian Davis, Samuel Solomon, Michael Moyer, Bill Sims, Curtis Robertson, Miller L., Robert Roberson, Carrie Allen, Troy Glover, Robert Satterfield, Eugene Broxton, Ivan Cantu, Robert Solis. Okay, guys, have a great week. Um, I'll be in there next Thursday. Okay, good night. Okay, and I guess I will do some shout-outs. I've already covered um, Leo and um, John Don and Big Daddy at the Win Unit. So just wanted to repeat that. And, of course, my uh, good friend, Javen Story. Uh, he's over at the Win Unit also. And Roderick Harris, Jeff, Britt, Farron, one of my best friends in the world, Farron. And, yes, I did that. Uh, Creeper, T, uh, Big Head, Blaine. Blaine, did I do good? I did good, right? Yeah. Rue. Um, great news. I mean, I heard about um, Sister Prejean here and then Kim Kardashian. The, this is awesome. Awesome news. Uh, Moy, happy birthday again. I didn't, I, I should have sent you a card. I'm horrible at dates. Very bad. Uh, Leroy and Larry and Rusty at Estelle, give me a call tomorrow. I'm sorry that um, I um, didn't get to talk to you longer. Give me a call tomorrow. So, Stephanie, why don't you come right over here and give a great big 
shout out. <laughs> Give a great big shout out. I do. I like to put you, like, here's a spot, and there's Stephanie. Stephanie's on the spot. I needed to stay here because apparently this is my spot. <laughs> I don't know if I'm working. Can you, you hear me? You, you, oh, okay. You're, you're working. Well, I'll give a shout-out to my husband, of course, always and forever, Gary Salinas, over at the Polanski Unit. Shout-out to um, all the guys he works with over there in 12 Building as well. And all of our family and friends in the system, because there are too many of them to name right now. And um, shout out to my daughter, because she is uh, watching us online right now. And so she told me to give her a shout out. So I guess I'll go ahead and do that. (laughs) Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, and I'll say congratulations to uh, Jessica Fuller. She got married. So. Might as well give her a shout out since I'm on here. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Congratulations, yeah. Jessica. So. And she got married um, last week, but I didn't remember to give her the shout out last week. So, Oh, well, yeah. congratulations to you both, mm-hmm. both of you, both of you. Now, um, I know, again, 713-526-5738, mm-hmm. uh, that's the phone number for shout outs don't forget to give your loved one a shout out Mm -hmm. so uh, i know we were talking uh, the water issue at um the uh, hobby hobby unit Mm -hmm. really has me like that to me i mean i can't imagine i i i I mean i I can't imagine (laughs) yeah, yeah yeah um I guess because I'm such a germaphobe, I, I, it freaks me out just to, you know, and not having to, you know, not having the facilities. I was, I w- my unfortunate incarceration included just a few hours <laughs> in Montgomery County. In a holding too. tank. <laughs> and it, it, well, they put me alone and I... It was so gross. I couldn't even, you know, it, it really was. It was disgusting. So I can't imagine not having facilities to um, a toilet flushing, not having water, uh, because they were saying on the post, uh, the woman that wrote in said that they hadn't had, they were giving them bottled water at mm-hmm. first. Two bottles, I think. Right, mm-hmm. at first, but... Since it's been an extended period of time, they're short-staffed, they're tired, they, I don't want to say that they're um, neglecting, they're, they're, they're tired, you Mm -hmm. know, the officers are tired, and um, I don't know what they need to do to get some more staff, but they need to do it. And there's no word of? No, no. Time frame? When I called, I asked her a time frame, Mm -hmm. and she did not know. She was not the nicest person in the world. So, uh, which we, we get that a lot. Um, several of the units uh, know my name, of course, because I'm a, um incarcerated individual advocate. <laughs> <laughs> I advocate for people incarcerated. And Correct. I also uh, am a volunteer for the prison show. So... Um, I get the um, 
some of the staff members at a few units are not are not impressed with me um, doing what we do, uh, right. you know. And uh, I get the um, the the venom occasionally that they <laughs> spit at me. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but um, when you when you call up at a unit who hasn't had water for an extended period of time, and I thought it was just for seven days, but Marcy said it was going on two weeks. So um, yeah. I, I mean, when you have that situation and someone's calling, you would think that they would be a, a tad bit nicer, just a tad. But um, clearly, that that's not the case. Um, True, but I wonder how many people she's talked to that hasn't been quite as nice to her either. So well, it's and, probably and a know, it's a it's a cycle. I think you're right yeah. because um, the work I do, I I get that that you know I, I I'm the worker and I get, you know, you might be nice, but not everybody is. Not everyone <laughs> is nice. Probably True. you're, you're definitely right. And, uh, earlier today, um, or earlier in the evening, Clarence called and I've never, I've been listening to Clarence for years, for years. I've been listening to him Okay. and, um, I've never heard him quite so, um, passionate about i hit the dump button button honey (laughs) yeah yeah oh so they didn't hear any of it no um they heard all all of it except for and i think they can say that but i was you can be peed on but you can't be you you can be mad but you can't be the other what you just said yeah i think i said it back (laughs) maybe i should hit the dump button on myself <laughs> yeah, yeah. We discussed like, this minute. once before, but he said it, he was really pissed off, and you can say that, right? But I had automatically hit the dump button as soon as I heard it. But I well, mean, panicked. Uh, yeah, Clarence. Um, I liked right. it better when he said he was going to fly over and eat some X-Lex. Uh, oh my yeah. gosh! <laughs> yeah, and you, you have to understand, we've heard from Clarence for years. Yeah, well, he listened to us on the inside, and as soon as he got out, he called us, but he's been sick and all that stuff. I mean, it's just... Right, but I've never heard him so passionate. No, no, but I I mean, I, I can't believe... Some of the things I've been reading in the news, other than just Alabama, there's some really bad things going out in the prisons. Uh, yes. Definitely. There's definitely. a whole bunch of stuff, hobby unit, for years and years and years. I mean, if you and Google you, the hobby unit, I mean, they they call it I mean, it, it's a it's hell. I mean, and, and the women over there are just tortured, and they really are. Yeah. TDCJ don't care. No, obviously not. They they could care less. They could care less. Um, I think that there are there are several prisons that are in the same situation that the um, you know as as bad as the hobby unit is. Um, just in the men's version. Um. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of times the water would go down on our units and the inmates would be able to go out and work on it and get things up. So I'm not sure what's going on over there. They're blaming it on the city water. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I mean. We we would take it into our own hands. I, I remember one time we took a tractor and made a water pump using the PTO on the tractor. 
So, I mean, we had to get creative a lot of times in order to have water. But, I mean, if you go without water for so many days and the bosses don't know what to do and they're trying to contact public officials and they don't know what to do, and it's like, well, here, hold my beer. I mean, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, clear, clearly that's not happening over there. They're probably not letting them do it, you know? Probably not. Probably uh, not. Looking at their history, I mean, I, I've got stories for a long, ever since that unit's been open of, of just torture and things that go wrong, not just air conditioning, but water and feces and just nasty stuff. Nasty. Very nasty. Well, and they're women, so. And they're, yeah. There, yeah. But I've I've heard, and I, I've never been there, of course. But I've heard that the women's units are worse than the men's units. I've heard that too. Um, I so, don't. I don't. I've never. I, I've been to jail. Not there, there's an officer on YouTube, an ex officer rather, that started a YouTube channel, and he because he kept trying to do things at the hobby unit and about the situation, and nobody would listen to him. And he ended up losing his job over it. And so now yes. he's got a YouTube channel trying to get everybody's attention. Wow. I don't know so, about this. You're going to have to send it to me. I will. I was listening to it earlier today while I was preparing the show. And he's not the best, the most eloquent speaker, but he's got some really good information because he's, you know, firsthand experience. So, yeah, I, I just can't believe the things that are going on. It, it um, some of, I mean, I get, um, Lena and I get a lot of letters, uh, going, um, back and forth. Um, From the hobby unit? Not just the hobby unit. All, just. Everywhere? Everywhere. Everywhere. Um, but that, um, like the Hughes unit right now is, um, pretty bad. Uh, it, it's, it's getting to the. The, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going on over there either. Uh, I've emailed the warden, and uh, was it with water or sewage or well, food or all the above? Uh, all the above, and um, you know, when you when I thought the the Priya, um, mm. that program, yeah, it's supposed to be in effect, but I don't think it yeah. is. I really don't. But I was just reading a story where it was the opposite way. An inmate raped a guard. <laughs> well, the Hughes unit? No, it was in L.A., but still. Oh, somewhere oh. else. Okay. I mean, the Prison Rape Elimination Act has been in effect for a long time, but the officers don't enforce it. So you have to, you have, to have a Prison Rape Elimination Act officer that cares. Each unit has one, but most of the time it's just for compliance. Right, and that's what is being um, was communicated to me that the Priya officer um, basically just it's like, no, you're lying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the warden said the same thing. So, you know, that's kind of scary if they can go around, you know. And then there was a um, someone said there was a suicide over there, but. It, from what was communicated to me, it wasn't a suicide. And they said, all you have to do is pull the cameras. No one wants to pull the cameras. Right. So. They're covered up. It's a brother-in-law thing. Has been for years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I figured that much when I started trying to make some noise. They <laughs> I was like. They squished oh. you quick, huh? I, or they're, yeah, they're trying. But 
So Gary Cohen sent an email to Brian Collier about the tablets. And then this uh, yesterday, I sent a letter to Brian Collier about the tablets and CC'd Gary Cohen. Well, Gary Cohen said, replied to me, and I guess he just hit reply all and <laughs> said, uh, he said, yeah, he didn't even have the decency to respond to me. And Brian responded. <laughs> <laughs> well, it got a really? response. So, it got a response, yeah. I mean, so at least we know we're on the radar. But I mean, well, the, we're on the radar, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, they do have a committee, and and it's in the process. But we're twenty five days into the first of the year, and they told us we'd know something after the first of the year. And I'm ready to know something. <laughs> I, I think we, yeah. I mean, yeah. W- we deserve the right to be on the tablets, just as anybody else does. But we're not the only third party person wanting to be on the apps. That's what it boils down to. So now where we've been going for three years trying to get on the tablets, now we're being lumped up with all the other third-party people wanting to be on I the tablets. I think possibly um, they make more money with the other. That's exactly what it was. And I asked uh, Andre Norman, Do you know? are you familiar with Andre Norman? I am not. I think he used to be a linebacker, but he's actually got some podcasts that are on the tablets that they're free because he tells the guys what to do to in order to rehabilitate and get out but he they said that it, it's a money thing i mean all these other apps the christian apps and all that stuff they pay for that and they sign contracts and so they're securus is making money and securus foot the bill to put all the tablets in everybody's hands and so they're picking and choosing who they put on the tablets because it's a money thing but most of the third party apps aren't paying anything so they're you know, few and far between. I, oh, I imagine. I mean, I've been waiting on them to tell me what to do. If I need to get a sponsor in order to pay for the spot, then we'll figure that out. But, I mean, they won't even approve us. So how do we even know what to do? I mean, I've got two different options. We've got the, the archives here at KPFT. They can pick up the audio or they can do the YouTube channel. And that way they'd have video. And they, they can use their servers to choose our audio or video and so that way we're not compromising our system or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've got two IT guys that are just sitting on the wayside waiting to make an app if that's what they want. But I don't know why they can't do it like the station does the Dropbox. Whenever we don't come in and we just automatically upload something into Dropbox and then the system picks it up. Mm-hmm. So that's why I started the YouTube channel and started populating it every week. But we've also got six shows on the KPFT archives. They could do the same thing with the archives and it would just automatically populate KPFT would do it. We wouldn't do it. And all the securus has to do is tie into the website and it'll automatically change every six shows, which would be pretty cool, right? Yeah, that yeah. would be, that would be. So, I mean, I've given plenty of options. It's just, and securus had approved it, but it's TDCJ that's dragging their feet because they said it's not, it wouldn't be fair to all the other third-party apps if they just let the prison show in. Sounds like hogwash. What other third-party <laughs> I don't know. I don't, what other third-party apps are there? I mean, they have a podcast uh, app on their tablets right now, but what kind of podcast do they have on there? They're all religious, right? It's all that Panda. Isn't that what it's Pando. called? Yeah, Pando. Well, Pando's separate. So there's yeah. a Pando app. There's a... 
a podcast app. So what kind of podcasts are on that app? Um, there's a variety of things, but I would say um, educational, religious. There's 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 a category of things. It's not all religion. Yeah, well, our category is supposed to be educational. KPFT's yeah. mission is educational, but they're holding us out because we're the prison show. Yeah, I'm going to ask Gary to see what. Yeah, if I could really find out, because if like they have Apple Podcasts or something like that, well, I'll get us over there. And so that'll get us in there, and then they wouldn't have much to say about it, I don't think, as long as they have access to that podcast group. Mm-hmm. But you'll get with him. So we can. Yeah, I'll ask him what's on there. Because right now, what Securus is thinking was making me think is that we'll have the prison show app, and all they have to do is hit our icon, and boom, there would be. Would you be oh, pretty yeah. cool if you asked me? It, it, would, it, <laughs> it would be very cool, um, but they're not. Well, it's TDCJ dragging their feet. So they made a committee, and the committee's supposed to make the decisions, and Brian Collier's like, well, it's not just all totally up to me, and the prison show's not the only radio station in town. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What other radio show would? I don't know. There may be a couple of other shout-out shows about prison. There used to be one on a blues station. Um, I know that there's a Hispanic station that was out there for a while, but nothing like what we do. I mean, we have the first hour of of the news and the guests that come on, the advocates and all that, and then the second hour is the shout-outs. So most of the other shows, I think they play music intermixed with some shout-outs. Right, and I think um, several of the shows may, um, they're religious. and uh, Right, yeah, or- we're not... I mean, we have, if you really look at it, we do have morals and values, but we just don't preach anyone, oh, you do this or you're going to go to Hades or whatever. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. But we do have morals and values. Yeah, I mean, I, absolutely. I profess to be a Christian, but yet I made sure Ray Hill had enough money to make it across the River Styx. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> that's how he believed, you know? So I, I honored his beliefs. I loved Ray. Yeah. So. He made the show. Yeah. Well, I loved him for more than that, not just oh, the show. absolutely. But, <laughs> so, yeah, he no, was awesome. I really admired Ray, and a lot of people ask me why, but Ray stood up for what he believed in. Yes. And if, if, if something was going wrong, he would make noise, and people would listen. He'd make sure they'd, they'd listen because he'd show his butt <laughs> so much he'd get arrested. <laughs> I know. <laughs> get some publicity going on. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's, you know. I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm. I don't really believe how he did, but he did, and that's what made him happy. So, and I think everybody has that choice. Everybody should have their own choice, ever how they want to believe. So, I don't want to be a religious show. Right. So. We want to cater to everyone, not just one. Specific. Yeah. I mean, our our goal is is helping people make the next right decision so they can get out of prison and stay out. They're pun- y'all's punishment is to be incarcerated, not to be tortured and put through hell while you're down there. Um, I've been there, done that. So you, there's no way I'm going to stand there and just let you go through all that. So it's my beliefs. I didn't mean to interrupt everything. It just carried on, didn't it? He <laughs> just wouldn't shut up. No, um... A few people had talked to me about, like, what Clarence was saying about the uh, Alabama execution. 
and the fact that um, first they um, we were there the drugs are coming from a compounding pharmacy um, now the um, like the uh, equipment used in executions like the IV pump or the um, I don't know. What do you call it? IV? The needle? The, not just the needle, the um, plastic. Oh. oh. I don't know. The oh. the hard, the plumbing <laughs> stuff. I don't, they're limiting that because the companies do not want to be associated with killing another human being. So they're, they're trying to limit that. I think the states are going towards um, other methods of execution. A lot of states are, though. Yes. Do you read Maurice Shema? Yes. We, we've had him on the show several times, and he's talking about Tennessee, South Carolina, not just Alabama. Um, no, there's Oklahoma, Missouri. Yeah. And um, now, Oklahoma and Missouri approved the nitrogen. Right. Yep. Texas um, only only has one form of execution on its books, so. Um, that's a lethal injection. Now, of course, you could change the um, what the, the drugs. The the yeah. law. The law states um, we only have one form of execution, so that would have to come from the legislators. And we have another caller. Woo-hoo. We have Elizabeth. It's just me. Hello, it's just me, Stranger Danger. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, I've been very busy. I've, I've talked to Isidro on the phone, but I haven't given him a shout-out. His dad already went to bed. So, But anyway, my pretty babe, we're doing okay. Just want to let everybody know. But uh, my shout-out goes to my son Isidro. Hey, mijo. Just want to let you know that uh, uh happy to hear your voice today and... We get to go see you next month, and everybody's doing okay. Bubba says to say hello to you. Hopefully, we get to see the girls tomorrow, because I got a call from Kristen tonight. So, they're supposed to come from Hector County, which is Odessa. And so, hopefully, we get to see the girls this weekend. But, uh, your cat's doing great. He's gained a little bit of weight, and... (laughs) He's wanting to go outside more. Why? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, but he likes the morning air and fresh air, I guess. But uh, I got to take some pictures and, you know, send them to you electronically. But uh, everybody's doing okay. Your dad's doing great. He's already gone to bed because he has to get up in the morning to go to work since it's his weekend to work. But uh, just take care of yourself in there, and I love you very much. And like I said, I look forward to hearing your voice tomorrow again but thank you everybody thank you elizabeth have and a great I hope weekend have a safe weekend yes it rained today and it wasn't even supposed to mm. yeah <laughs> we know <laughs> <laughs> okay take care everybody bye-bye see you all next month um bye-bye bye <laughs> she's so sweet i got my boat ready you got your boat, boat. ready <laughs> yeah i'm so tired of the rain I, I am. I am too. And out there where I live, at everybody's flooded. I mean, we're not flooded because we're up on a hill, but it, there's water everywhere. 
it's kind of an adventure. Dee Dee would follow me the other night, and I went right through all the water and made it splash all out of the way so her little car could go right on through. <laughs> How noble of you. Yeah. She, she, said, she said, you say you're doing that for me, but you're really just doing it to have fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's why I got a truck. <laughs> but it's been a pretty good show. Um, we could have used a few more callers, but, but we actually had callers right up to the end, so. It's not too bad. Yeah. No, not too bad. It's coming up time for Converge. Converge. Yep, they're coming up after us. And uh, I was reading about them a little bit. I know I give a little spiel every week, and some kind of advertisement, whether it's a few other songs that they play or whatever, but it says that they were born in a college radio station at the University of Houston campus. Converge Radio is a one-hour broadcast showcasing all the best there is in the local house and techno music scene. The hosts are DJs Nico and Chris, and they'll take you on a journey through the Houston's underground electronic music scene. So if that's what you like, then they're coming up next. And I say it every week, but I jam to them every now and then. It's kind of kind of different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I wish them well. I know their show's fantastic. But I, I like music of all kinds, so I mean, you just kind of get into it a little bit, give it a chance, and it's not so bad. So uh, you guys have a good night, and uh, we appreciate you, but we'll end up going out with a little bit of Charlie and the Regrets. Have a great weekend, guys.
into all the life 